What's up, guys? Today is Wednesday, February 2nd, episode 28 of Lunch Beers. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Uh, office talk, of course, our beer of the week, a lot of sports, and ending with locks. But I got to start with my babe here, Nikki Q. Um, tenant, <laughs> tenant Interactions, uh, Slumdog Millionaire style. What's going on? Yeah, man. So uh, Thursday morning last week after we recorded and everything, uh, I woke up. Super early. I was feeling good. I was ready to go to work. Like I, I had uh, a little bit of motiva- motivation, which doesn't happen often. And uh, I'm going to work early and I get a call from one of my tenants and she's like, yeah, like one of the locks on the door doesn't work, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay, just uh, I'll figure it out. It was uh, an older style antique mechanism type lock. So a little more complicated. I was like, I'm in the car, I'm 22, risking my life, and I was like, send me like a picture or, or a video or something of it, and I'll figure it out later. So she sends me it two minutes later. So I'm in the car, texting and driving, and it is her showing me a video of how this lock warped, the door warped, it's completely not working, and they are trapped in their bedroom. What? <laughs> they can't and get out? They It's on like a different second floor and there's no easy way to just like hop out a window or whatever. So I was like, oh shit, like I got to go get these people out, right? So I was like, oh, hey, I could, be, I could be there. I call them back. I'm like, hey, I could be there in like 10 minutes. They're like, okay, my roommate will uh, uh, get the door for you. Mind you, I have never met these people before. They went through my agent, everything. I haven't met them yet uh, until this day. So I, I knock on the door. And the roommate opens the door, and she is in a cheetah print onesie, <laughs> gang with, with a tail on it. <laughs> oh, not gang. So <laughs> weird. So weird. I'm just like, do you want me to wear a mask? <laughs> she said no. I go up there and I'm like, okay. I'm looking at the door. There's no pins, so I can't just get the pins out, pull the door down, call it a day. This shit is completely twisted sideways. Whatever. And all of these screws, because it's such an old lock, are stripped. So I can't even, like, take it off. So you kicked it down. I'm like, fuck. Like you should. I'm like, fuck, I got to break this door. Oh, what a man. (laughs) I go out, grab, like, grab a hammer from my car, because I just keep that at all times. Forehead, (laughs) And I walk up, and I'm like, okay, like, I'm going to break this. Like, hope you guys don't mind. And I go, and I hit hit the doorknob, and it had, like, a, a... light coating on it, whatever, but the inside was ceramic. So I smash this doorknob, dude, and it shatters, and I'm just bleeding everywhere nice. at this point. They're still locked in there because I couldn't get... It was, it's such a, a, a fucking three-by-four mechanism, and I'm just like... I'm there for like 20, 30 minutes. I'm like... Jesus fucking Christ. Dude, you just gotta kick you know, you the You could have went to the I'm store not... and got a bulldozer and just drilled a huge hole through and that, then pulled it out. I still had to go to work. <laughs> so I was like, I, I, I can't spend all fucking day here. So I had to end up calling some dude to come down. But it was just the weirdest fucking interaction of like, I haven't even met the person on the other side of the door. I just met the roommate for the first time there, which was weird because she was just sitting there with her cat in a cheetah print onesie with a tail on it the entire time. Um, 
so weird. I, it was just it smelly so, inside? So awkward. No. Did it smell like cigarettes? I feel like that's like the no, I, I ripped arts in my apartment I, type I, outfit in I, the morning. I would be upset. <laughs> they're they're younger girls too. And uh, um, weird. <laughs> older than me. But do you got any other numbers? No, I mean I already Were have they that. Attractive? <laughs> you should have kicked the door down, dude. I'm not breaking I have to replace that. I no. But just it's no. Fun, you would have so, been Superman though. So I had to call a guy out to go get it, like go saw out the door because I didn't have a saw on me just to let him out. It was fucking ridiculous. It was the weirdest interaction. Like I still don't even know what this person looks like on the other side of the door. Because you didn't kick just, the door down. I'm not kicking the door down, dude. I got to repair it. Down. It's not worth it for me. So I got to go back there in the next like two days. She's still in there. It was, weird, it was just weird, dude. It was such a weird way of meeting people that pay you every 30 days. It's like yeah. Tinder. When your shit's Ever. fucking up. And it's and like paying for it. And it's not even like 7.45 in the morning. Damn. It, that, it was that early. Terrible. Like, <laughs> What kind of Mickey Mouse shop you running over there? Yeah, yeah. For, I, don't, I have no idea, dude. But <laughs> oh it was man, so weird. Uh, so uncomfortable. And yeah. I, I don't even want to go back and like look at them. And Come be like, on down hey, and get guys. an armful of fake doors in your arms. <laughs> fake doors, guy. That was Nick in the. He's in traffic. Come on already. <laughs> Doesn't even have real doors. <laughs> For real, dude. Oh, man. Oh, man. Talk I figured it out. Yeah, I'm all glad you did. Uh, talking about <laughs> awkward interactions, you guys ever been at work and you have older co-workers, and now I'm not talking about, you know, a couple of years older, but uh, 40s, 50s, even 60-year-olds before they retire, and it is just the most awkward thing when they, like, start beef with you. Oh, uh, dude, you have no idea. I work in zombie town. <laughs> These people, you can tell that uh, Lyndon B. Johnson, after they had Kennedy murdered, spent all their social security because these people are that old walking around here <laughs> just dying. And this guy comes up to me and uh, dude, I've been in here for maybe 20 minutes and we get up. We got a whole bunch of new stuff coming in and I'm bringing stuff out like, you know, and I'm on the ladder and I'm in uh, I'm putting our new product that just came in that I received over, you know, in, in the shipping area. And this dude, he like walks around with the printer and he prints out all the stickers and puts it up. It's like, boop, boop, stick. It's like, yeah, good job, dude. Like, you did it. You you put a price tag next to the product where it says, put it here. And that's what he does. And he comes up to me and I'm dude, like, visible, like working so hard. Everyone around the store was like, wow, like you're really moving around. Like, this is great. Thank you. And he comes up and he goes, you know, you really should have the ladder closer to the you know, to the base because I can't get through here. No one can get through here with a cart. And I just look down at him. I have, like, a whole mountain of stuff. And this this is the same guy that, when I was working, didn't say anything and then took all my shit down in the afternoon. Same guy. The, the honk guy? Yeah, the honk guy. But, he, like, 9 in the morning, he's choosing violence. You know what I mean? And there are about 17 different routes that he can get to where he wants to go. Like, he's... He's right here. It's a big store. Yeah, and then there's an, there's literally another aisle, not even two feet, where you can just go, boop, make a right, and come back and literally get to where you want. And I have, like, huge thing in my hand, and he he has the need to just start beef with me. I, I, I had the, you know, couple, I had the thought of just dropping it to so let it crush him. Did you fight him? No, I wanted to, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who who would the fuck's up with this guy? And then I realized who it was, but I'm like, 
Not again. Uh, now, yeah, now <laughs> I can't tell if he has mental issues or if he's just an asshole. You know what I mean? It's so awkward when older people at work think they can boss you around even though, like, they're either at the same level as you or below you just because they're older than you. Yeah, all we That's all are. That's the worst. Ageism, dude. Yeah, it's ego. You know what I mean? All we all are energy into an organic being, and they have this whole sense of self thing that because they're older, they can tell people what to do. It's like, hey, we're both here doing the same thing. doesn't matter how old you are. Fuck over yourself. That was back, uh, back in the restaurant days, dude, when we were running a little trap over at the one restaurant uh, I was managing at one point. I literally, word for word, quote, was told by somebody at one point, I have kids older than you, you can't tell me what to do. And I was a manager, I wasn't even being like unrealistic. I was like, just don't fight with younger servers in front of customers. And she was like, I have kids that are older than you, you can't tell me what to do. And I was like, I, okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna walk away. <laughs> I was like, okay, like. Uh, what do you even do at that point? You throw up in your mouth a little bit, you plan where you're gonna drink afterwards, and then you just ask them even more politely to just please respect my authority. Oh, yeah, that's the worst. You know, um, ELE, like Jackie Moon says, ELE. Yeah, everybody, everybody love, love everybody. everybody. How about everybody? It? <laughs> love your hoodie, Frank. <laughs> there you go. Hey, and I, I also love, love your hoodie. I love the pics from, from uh, said workplace that Stefan put up where you and you and Stefan, <laughs> I saw you guys bullying back there. That was that's nice. a throwback. Dude, that yeah, was, I giggled. I giggled. That's when I started as a busser. Dude, I met you. Remember when I met you in the office? That was the first time I ever talked to you. It was like you and Stefan. And they're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're going to do this. And they're like, this is Frank and Stefan. I was like, oh, hello, guys. Like, <laughs> reached my hand out like a formidable gentleman at the ripe age of like 18. Little did I know. Very little. <laughs> little Very did little. I know, dude. You guys would be gambling out in the back of the kitchen, not even doing your job. Talking about hey, sports. we just made calls, okay? We didn't yeah. gamble there. We just made calls there. Yeah, there calls. you go. There's nothing against that. Um, I'm gonna attempt to uh, to buy my first pair of Jordans this Wait, Friday. What are they? Really? Um, I'm I saw them on the. Okay, I'm gonna sound really old or out of touch here, but is it? Do you guys say sneakers app or S N? No, S N R K S app. Sneakers. Okay, that's what I thought. Golf, golf cleats. No, no, they're um they're the Jordan Lunars that are coming out. I think six low maybe. Okay. So shout out to to my guy Tyler. He's been on the pod before, so you guys know him. But he's been helping me a lot because I've been trying to buy my first pair of Jordans. Never owned a pair before, but I've been kind of getting into it, and I'm gonna try. I'm gonna attempt to buy some um, this Friday. Good luck. So yeah, I wish me luck. I, I don't have Jordans either, dude. Yeah. I've never owned a pair. You said there's six lows. I think yeah, six lows. That's I interesting. Had the uh, the Jordan like Jeter cleats back when I was in high school. I was I, probably like I paid 14, for a semester 15. of college at Northampton flipping sneakers at one point. I have yeah. like four pairs of Sperry's and that's it. They yeah. were heavy though, and I'm already <laughs> slow to begin with. Yeah, so, so like growing up, I, I only had one pair of sneakers to like wear, play sports in, and like everything, right? So I, I never had like a pair of Jordans, but I feel like it's time. So uh, I, the Jordan ones that I want, the Chicago, I think they're called, oh, way too much money. Bread. It's an insane how much these sneakers are. Those are bread. That's oh a marquee colorway. That's why. Yeah. They're going to chalk It's you. wild. And then the other Jordan ones I wanted were the Barons, I think. Yeah. And they're expensive, too. I'm like, Jesus Christ. You want the nice ones. You should yeah. just you should get like the taste. UNC ones. Frank <laughs> UNC <laughs> ones for golf, and they'll go right with your, yeah, your hoodie. there you go. go. Also that would actually bread. be pretty fucking tough. Those are also bread. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. But it would be, so, yeah, just to get it, you can't, not everyone's Troy Naden get their, their Jordans turned into golf shoes. Yeah, so I pretty much learned that every cool Jordan is, um, is a lot of money. Um, yeah, so I got a quick question to ask you guys: COD or Halo? COD. Ooh. Halo. Halo. I grew up on COD. It's COD. Jared, that's a tough one. Are we talking like all time, or are we talking 
Are we talking yeah, like all the time, last baby. Vanguard and then Infinite? No, you, all you time. Pick. All time. You just got to pick one. God. Zombies, oh, man. Grew so up on tied. zombies. No doubt. Ralph, do you have an input on this to, to break the tie? What, what is, is it? it? What is it? Someone give him a mic. Oh, Jesus. It's got to be Halo. Let's go. Thank you. Oh, now nah, the mic disconnected. You couldn't hear him, right? There's all types of... Yeah, he said Cod. The, the amount of Call of Duty I've played in my lifetime is disgusting and it's all a black hole but halo is the only game where i will go back and play no matter what no matter how many years down the road like i'll go back and play the well, they old just shut down again. the last halo 3 server so that's gonna be wow. tough yeah but you still have halo uh the master chief collection you could play on yeah the whole nine i very I'm, much have been enjoying our gaming sessions on saturday sunday morning we usually run yeah. some Warzone and some halo that you know what we always do when we play on a nice saturday or sunday morning we drink beer mm. Mm. Drink a beer. beer. Love that. What do we got, Jerry? You brought it. What you tell Hell us? Oh yeah, man. From good old Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, man. My one of my favorite places in the entire country to vacation. So peaceful, so beautiful, and many great golf courses. Jimmy Allen loves to come down to Dewey Beach, seen him down there. But you also have the opportunity to go to the Dogfish Head Brewing Company, which you know what, in my opinion, slaps tips. I haven't had a beer that's not good from them. We got a new one. First time I seen this, I was in the grocery store, so I had to get it. Where the wild hops are. I'll tell you where they are. They're in my mouth. Oh, I like that. I like that. This is a good <laughs> beer. Mm-hmm. Dude, dogfish is always great. Yeah. I mean, like Jared just said, I've never had a bad fish from there. Or a bad fish. <laughs> fish and dogfish. Eat it. A bad beer from Dogfish Head. Um, Drink a couple I of these. I like this a lot. Get the lane fish. Nice see? IPA, 6.5%. Okay. Yeah, okay. not bad. Let me see uh, what it says over it's here. It's definitely super hoppy, no doubt. It is super hoppy, but it has a good taste to it, though. Wow, Rehoboth Beach, huh? Yeah, man. Good times. Okay, okay. Um, I'm going to give this a... Mm. I'm going to go a... Struggling. Yeah, <laughs> it has like two different tastes. Like it starts off, you know, really good and then kind of milds out. But I'm going to go a 6.9. A. Mm. a. What a number. A. Chuggers. Okay. Well, now that we're done with the ASMR segment, um, I don't know. I, I tend to lean away from hops, but uh, I don't care. I'll drink anything. But I like this one more than... A lot of other ones. I'm going to give it a 7.1. Yeah, I'm the same as Nick. I'm the same as Nick, also 7.1. I love an IPA that doesn't make my mouth feel like I need to drink water right after. Like this is right in that middle ground where I don't feel like so bitter that I have to like immediately down something to save me from a hangover. And I just love dogfish. We also drank a lot of dogfish when we went down to visit you, Frank, that one summer at Hilton Head. So has a nice little special place in my in my liver mm-hmm. where it just processes it the real first good. Dogfish beer that we've done, dogfish head beer that we have uh, we've rated. <clears throat> Let's look that up because I'm actually very interested to see. I'll check it out while you're uh, giving your number. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. Um, you want you want to know how you should look it up. I'm on beer ratings on our D- website. www.lungebeerspodcast.com. That's fucking right, Nick. I love your ability to just merchandise in my mouth. Um, <laughs> I don't think we have. So this is the first one. Awesome. 
And it's a new beer. I, I like it a lot. I'm go- I'm with Frank. Six point nine, very nice number. Um, so a seven. Super overall. hoppy. It's good <laughs> and it's definitely refreshing. So not quite a seven for me, but six point nine. Uh, there's definitely beers from them that I like a lot more than this one. But I could definitely drink like three or four of these after work. You know, on the patio, play some guitar, no doubt. Oh, we love that. So yeah, no, we have not done a dogfish. Let's think of something else. We haven't done a dogfish seven one and a six nine two and two. It looks like a seven flat overall. It is approved. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a good beer. Got a nice floral hop taste to it. Um, moving on to a lot of sports because we have a lot to talk about, but we have to start with one of the biggest stories from the last week. Uh. The goat Tom Brady is officially retiring. Your guys' thoughts. Do you know that TB12 has more Super Bowl wins than any NFL franchise in the history of the NFL? That's wild. TB12. He is, is the, the NFL. most winning team <laughs> in the entire NFL. His stats are wild if you, if you look at him. He's like a Barry Bonds kind of kind of stat Con- guy. Connor actually uh threw something at me the other day uh and he said the pretty much the few losses and the majority of losses that he had were from Peyton and Eli Manning. And that if he never played against them or lost against them, he would probably have 11 or 12 Super Bowl rings at this point. Like something like that. It's crazier to Shout think on to the, the Manning brothers. It's crazier to think on the flip side though. Like how many people he stopped from getting Super Bowls or multiple Super Bowls. Like Peyton Manning, if he played in any other era, he'd probably have like four Super Bowls. Yeah. He just ran into Tom Brady every time. Mm-hmm. And Bill Belichick, who was cheating. <laughs> One, another crazy stat I saw. I don't have it on me, so I don't know the exact numbers. But Brady against the spread has more wins than franchises. And I know the Jags and the Texans were two of them. There's a third one in there as well. But just think about that. This man beats the books himself as one human being more than a franchise in its entire existence has actually won, which is crazy. Yeah, I think I saw Jared, his win total overs for every team he was the quarterback of is like 16 and three. And like some of those win totals were like 13, 14 wins. That's just or it was like it was like 16, three and a couple pushes, maybe. But that's crazy, bro. I'm just happy we're going to see. Someone that's not Tom Brady in the Super Bowl now, you know. Let the other, let the other yeah. good talent oh, in the yeah. league it, come we'll get to, to that. I used to hate him for so long just because of being a Giants fan, right? Uh, but you everybody know, re- hated him. Dude. Real, recognize real. You are the best of everything that you do in the NFL. You were 22 years in in the league, and you led almost every single quarterback stat on your way out. The only thing that upsets me at the end of the day is that he didn't have like this is it my last year guys or this was it, it's it was very abrupt and it was premature on them announcing the fact that he did retire because he came out and said like I didn't actually decide but um I don't know it's just sad like I really was planning on seeing him in person at least once next season um well, that's too damn bad yeah and it's just like like I wanted to see him play like literally uh, I was going to take time out of my day to go to a Buccaneers game just to see Tom Brady play once because I knew he was probably going to retire soon. So it's just good for him. It's more of a family decision at the end of the day, but I'm very upset. Could just know? play one more year for fun. I was going to say, it's kind of crazy that like some a football player is retiring at the age of 44, and it's like a consensus where everyone thinks, yeah, he probably had another couple of years in him. 
Like that's that's kale. Wild. He probably could have played you. He's fifty, dude. That's that clean foot. That yeah. clean fuel, His man. Ball kale, bro. kept getting better every year. So we have to. I gotta ask because we have had this debate before, and I need to have it again. And it got yes. pretty intense in the living room. I remember you saying, "Is yes. Tom Brady the goat of goats?" I said no. Yes. Frank says yes. Seven Super Bowl rings. Uh, he led the NFL in touchdowns this year, which is just. My fuck. And passing yards. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, and then towards the end of the year, the team started to fall apart, and he was still, you know, winning games in that outfit. Got, you know, whatever. Tough playoff loss, which he almost came back and won. But uh, is he, though? Like, what so, makes, so, like... So, in your comparison for go-to-goats, you just mean, like... The like, world, across the, all athletes. Like, athletes. is he, the, like, the best competitor or, like, the best Can, winner or, you know what I mean, like... The most valuable player to any team, like, is he the goat of all like sports icon goats? Can I, I ask a question in response to your question? You one hundred percent. In any sport, can. who is more feared in the possibility of losing against them? They take the field and they have a shot. Who's more feared than Brady? Michael Jordan is the only person who I would put. In, Michael in Jordan that, has missed more game-winning shots than LeBron. So I don't, I don't care. Michael Jordan transcended the sport. But that's and, but that's the question, though. Is in the face of adversity, Woods. in the last possession when they have the chance to win, and if Jordan has missed more than multiple people, then that nullifies him from that argument. So who, out of any human being, is the most feared? It's mano y mano. Who is the most feared? I like I said, I think t- maybe Tiger is a good debate. Like, imagine you're going into a Sunday and you're like, we imagine if we were all actually sick of golf and we were only one stroke like worse than Tiger. You know what I mean? Consistently, tell me still, even though you could like easily make a, a birdie in a big spot, you know what I mean? And you're hanging one stroke behind him, that you wouldn't just be shitting bricks playing alongside him all Sunday, you know? And it's like, if I even fucking sniff the grass the wrong way, I'm done. Yeah. Like you want I mean, but he's not even Jack Mickelson still has more majors, so there's like another goat. I, I I view it more as like can you transcend the sport? Do you become a household name even though you're known for what you okay. do as a sport? And that's why like I love the Michael Jordan debate because he transcended. He became so much more than his NBA career. He is a household name. Everyone knows who Jordan is. Everyone you know, even if we were never really around when he was playing and we still think he's like one of the greatest of all time and that's just public opinion right except Eli who will just jack off fucking LeBron James right now if he well, was LeBron in front of him. James is about See? to be the top Dude, LeBron See, scorer. that's exactly what I'm LeBron talking about is 38 and he's having maybe the best season of his entire career right now yeah so like he's doing the same thing that Brady's doing. So, so you, you could even make that you can make that argument. Maybe LeBron's go to goats. The comparison. The comparison <laughs> Tom Brady is, would never be in the position in the standings where LeBron is right now. The comparison is once they retire, are they a household name? Are they a household brand? Do they last as a person? Because look <laughs> at Tony Romo, dude. He gets on the mic commentating. We hate every single second of it, right? Like he was a, like a legendary household Romo? player. And just fell the fuck apart. I mean, he didn't have the statistics or Romo anything. Like explaining what it takes I'm, to win a Super Bowl is the most traumatizing I'm, thing I've ever dealt with exactly. in my life. Like, I'm trying to explain what you do after you retire, right? Like, how how much presence do you hold when you're gone? All right, no doubt. Tom Brady definitely transcended the NFL. I believe that. And yeah. he transcended the quarterback position for sure. And 
shout out to Tom Brady, who yanked his dick over the pesky pole when he went to hit BP and was also good enough to get drafted by the Red Sox. So maybe he is the goat of goats. And um, fuck you guys and fuck Billy Cundiff for missing that field goal the one time when the Ravens could have beat the Patriots in the AFC Championship. But we <laughs> fucking got you guys plenty of time. And go Lamar, because Don Brady likes Lamar. There you go. Um, another big story from today, actually. Our very own Eli, his team got a new name. Pray for him. All right, look. I'm going to keep this short, okay? Every single one of you who tagged me, sent me just pure hate while I'm sitting at my desk, you paid into the beer fund for tonight. Because, look, I don't understand what's going on in Washington. I'm just going to keep it that simple. I'm at the point where I think we should have just stayed the football team. The Commanders, the Washington Commanders, it's six syllables. You're borderline a whole sentence in. We're on the next play by the time you finish the chant. And then we got bozos outside the stadium with a big W on their chain doing the farmer's insurance jingle, but putting Commanders in it. Like, the whole narrative is like, <laughs> let's figure it out last minute. Do you see that Bozo W on the black uniforms? It's just right on the forehead, bro. It just makes me think of Patrick talking about, oh, I thought it was W for Wumbo. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, bro, like, I don't feel anything anymore. Like, I can't feel anything anymore. Like, make it better, do you please. Want, wait, wait. Do you want to do the chant one time? Come on, let's do it. Wait, I get your team. Come on, yeah, give, yeah, yeah. give it to us, bro. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. let me compose myself. Are, are we the Are we the crowd? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you have okay, to do the bumba. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. So, so this is not mine. It's not mine. <laughs> we are commanders. Bumba, bumba, bumba. Whoa, I'm gonna lose to that football team. Like, I couldn't even do that without laughing. <laughs> I'm in Yo, so you know much what's going to happen? You guys are going to get Jimmy Garoppolo. Watch. Well, <laughs> it's coming. I see it. Can, can I bet on that? I'm doing it because it would just be the most Washington football team. You would guys get rid of Heineke. But you're like, let's bring in Jimmy and G. You know the best part? There's Super two Bowl. dynamics about this release that I love. I love two things. One, I love that they pushed it out a whole month from when they decided what we were to when they were telling us like it was this big reveal. No, three things. Two, I love that Jason our beloved Washington Jason, had a picture of the Commander's logo sitting on his leg in a press conference <laughs> so we could see it. And my third favorite thing was, I get to work at 8.30 in the morning. They already just tweeted the news out. Like, there was nothing. Like they yeah, didn't, well, There was no, like, announcement, Why was there, right? like, a release date if you were just going to tweet it? That's what they did with Tom Brady's yeah. retirement. That's what people do now. You know what I mean? The metaverse. Yeah, but- everything's online. <laughs> tweet. <laughs> You have to go to a different place with things on your face to find shit out. We don't need to go on the TV. We don't need to gather people. It's just like, here, we're going to do some dumb shit. So uh, Read about it. The master commander himself, Eli, any any final thoughts on it? I am the Commandalorian. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was He's good. never seen Star Wars. <laughs> what? I saw two of them in theaters. So it counts. I don't know what's happening. Though. Did you guys watch? Have you guys been watching Book of Boba Fett? It's fucking lit, dude. No, I haven't. I you just gotta get on, dude. You have like you can get I like do, eight episodes in. So right now. I do. I do enjoy Star Wars shit, but I kind of feel like they have this whole universe that they can do stories on, and they just pick the same like couple years, and they just kind of like redo the same storylines. 
No, nah, the Boba Fett is dope. And the Mandalorian. I think that's like new. You know what I mean? It's good. John Favaro, the guy that made all the Avengers movies, and like Dave Filoni, Who? who's like the the Favreau? guy. Whatever. I don't know how to say, I'm not, what, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm sorry. My apologies. Thanks for correcting Film me. Film guys laughing. Yeah. <laughs> the guy with curly hair who like holds Iron Man's daughter at the end of the movie. That guy. You all oh, know what man, I'm talking about. Oh man, that's how you know John Favreau. Well, that's I crazy. also know him because he writes The Mandalorian and Boba Fett, and they're fucking awesome. And he's a great creator. And, and a good out, guy. Shout out Swingers. Goat movie. Yeah, um, no doubt. So you had a lot of pain over the weekend. Yeah, I mean, I'm mispronouncing people, and now we're going to go with uh, Zala Assface or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Like, come on, dude. He missed the same putt twice. And fuck your friend, Zach. If you're listening to this, Zach, <laughs> if you, Zach, Zach Z- I hope you know if you come into Frank's batch party, you and I are going to fight, and everyone else can bet on it. Because, <laughs> like, that's happening. Be there. I he- tapped him at his own batch party, so it'll be okay. Uh, will he? Be- I haven't ha- I've been in a fight in, like, Two and a half years, so I, I gotta start training and go to the gym to get ready for this. But we're having a fucking fight because you mushed me. Yeah, you can't mush someone like he that. He goes, he goes. Oh, yo, Jared's really good at giving out golf winners Saturday morning before the golf tournament was over. And Will Zalatoris was on the 18th, and he could have made the putt. And what did he say? Oh, it went left. Dude, he had the putting yips all. And then he had the round. same. Put- well, here's what I don't understand about when List goes into the bunker. Right, and you just played the hole. So you know how the hole plays, and you know the type of approach shot that you can take to give yourself a good chance to bury the hole and win. And he does, he goes, he goes, tries to go over the bunker just like him instead of laying up and then taking an extra club to get on the green when List would have had a layup. Now let's do the same thing and go in the fucking bunker right next to him. And then List hits a dart, he screws it up and misses the same putt. I mean, dude, that cost me paychecks. What I'm talking he, like a month's worth like 30 of pay. Something to one, I had him right? thirty-eight to one. I, you know, I bet him top five, top ten. I still, it's hard to complain because I, I did well, but it was just, it was just inches. And the fact that I was, that you know, someone was saying that I won before I won, it's like, yeah, of course, there it is. So I got really drunk. I got super mad, and then, and then you know what? That you know what happened? The pain continued, Frank, as we went into Sunday morning. Uh, you know, some optimism, feeling good about Bengals Chiefs lock of the week over 53. And what happens? Oh, the Bengals come back and the Chiefs can't can't score a touchdown in the second half and I miss by two. So it was uh talk about a weekend of just sports that'll give you a panic attack. Oh, that is rough. Let's dive into that game a little bit. <clears throat> like Jared just said, misses the over after a crazy first half. Shout out Tyreek Hill but- for that one. The Bengals ended up winning the game 27-24. Me and Eli had our part of my lock, Eli's lock on it. Bengals came through. We watched the game together, and that first half, we were not feeling okay. No. Dude, that's but it's showy. Why did they keep running the ball on first down? Dude, that was driving me nuts. Dude, they were dropping like a yard. Like, they would give the ball to Mixon, and they'd be like, all right, let's just like, you might as well go into every fresh set of downs, second and 10, or second. And it's not Mixon's fault. They just knew that they were going to run it every single time. It's like, I, you got Joey Burr with the small hands. They were talking about they were concerned if he could control the football at the time, and now my man's got the iced out chain, and he's just laughing. He said, I make too much money for these diamonds to be fake. I know, oh. dude. Like, I just want to be like him. You know, when I grow up, you know what I mean. He scares me because the Bengals are gonna draft a line, and then like the the reign of Lamar is is just. It's but that's over. the thing, dude. Is like he's he's winning these games, getting smoked. Yeah, he's getting fucking destroyed. Well, he only got sacked one time. Yeah, against, but like, so dude, the, he the had line nine the week before. 
Yeah. No. Well, I would say that the Titans have a better defense, and after what I saw from the Chiefs, I would say they have a better coach too. So, um, yeah. Anything you know. but FedEx Field well, and Joey Burr is good. Yeah. We'll preview the Super Bowl probably next episode because we have a whole week. No doubt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the game was crazy. What a comeback by the Bayou Bengals. I also um, missed my eight leg parlay by no T Higgins uh, touchdown with that with the PI. I'm, I think it was PI that one shot they took at him. I'm only sad we can't see Jackson Mahomes on TikTok. Oh, fuck that guy. You know. Shut up, Nick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, next game, Rams, 49ers. The Rams came back also and, and beat the 49ers 27 or sorry, 20 to 17. Um, what do you guys think about that game? Quick thoughts. I, I feel like we just kind of knew. I'm happy. I I'm mean, so happy yeah. for Matt Stafford and, and Odell. Oh, yeah. I tweeted out all the time. I miss you so much, OBJ. I, I'm so happy for you, Odell. And I hope you, I hope the Rams. I mean, honestly. We'll talk about the Super Bowl next episode, but I'm so happy for Odell. Yeah, no, that was that know. was good to see. I mean, I'm sure you guys as Giants fans, I mean, even as a Washington fan, like it is cool to see him like he goes against this narrative that like he's toxic in the locker room. He's the issue. He can't get it done. He makes everybody else not get it done. He goes there and they treat him right and he's just fine. Finally goes to a good situation and he's playing great football on a winning team. Dude, it's it's great to see a player like that just like get put in the right situation and just flourish because you know the talent's there. The guy had a catch that we still talk about. Like how can you ever look at some tape like that and tell me that's not a good football player? His hands are on, but he's got like Ozzy Smith hands. He's in the corner. Yeet. Pre-game fits, elite. And then, you know what, dude? He also, the guy's got empathy, and fuck Baker Mayfield. And you know what? Thank you, OBJ, for leaving the AFC North because you're a beast, and I'm very happy to see you in the NFC West. And the fact that he goes up to Debo Samuel and just, poor Debo. I mean, imagine having Jimmy G as your quarterback, and then they absolutely just fuck up the play calling there, which you don't expect from Shanahan at all. And... before OBJ, you know, takes in everything that he deserves, he goes up and he consoles Debo, who maybe was, you know, obviously not going to give an MVP, but in terms of the best football player in the NFL, he had the best yak and he runs, he catches, he literally throws touchdown passes. He does everything. And the guy's a beast. OBJ goes over, he consoles him and then flies away to the locker room. I mean, I feel like you got to play the no BJ Cooper Cup touchdown parlay because shout out my dog Cooper Cup man yeah. that man got me paid this year in he's fantasy so good. and you know who he's not Eli Apple but that's all I'm going to say the, about next the <laughs> only thing in the way is Stafford because the 49ers very easily could have won that game if you know, speaking of OBJ he was right there if that guy picks off the ball and OBJ doesn't make the touch make the tackle like he's he literally has open field the whole way so um, going to be interesting. We'll we'll get in the NFL props on the Super Bowl next week. But uh, Matt Stafford to throw a pick, he is he's he's due. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, moving on to the last part, locks of the week. You know where it is. Bengals, like we I said earlier, came through for me big. I am two and two though. Bengals came through last week. The over in the 49ers Rams game failed me. Everything that is a overkiller happened in that game. End zone interceptions, um, long drives ending in turnovers, just the worst. Um, but I got a golf play this week. I tweeted it out already. I got Ryan Palmer over Christian Bizudenhout, uh, minus 125. Bless that's you. just that's just Palmer <laughs> to finish better than uh, than B- Bizudenhout. 
um, overall. So it could be like, you know, if one misses the cut or, or one you know, makes the cut. It all depends. Whoever has a better finish, that is, you can find those bets on on all, you know, major sports books. But, um, yeah, that's my lock of the week this week. Great pronunciation, dude. Well done. All right. Uh, so last week, brutal on the Rams at three and a half, dude. They uh, half a point off a push. I lied to all of you. I actually didn't take three and a half. I, got, I was able to buy them at three. So I pushed. You all didn't. <laughs> You're, that makes you awful. I didn't do enough research this week, so I don't have anything within the next seven days, but I'm just going to bend the Super Bowl here and throw it out. Um, my first one, it's an emotional bet because Joey Jackpots, love that guy, and he's won me a lot of money so far this year. So don't fall unless you're stupid because, in my opinion, I'm not very confident. I'm going to take Bengals' money line, uh, but my actual confident bet is going to be Chase being a touchdown scorer, and that's it. What about that soccer bet that you have in pocket? Oh, let's bring that back. Hang on, guys. How many up. weeks away is that? Seventeen um, weeks from now. <laughs> yeah. Where is it? Nine hundred years. Italy versus later. North Macedonia and Portugal versus Turkey. Uh, it's mid March. What? <laughs> We're getting there, dude. February's a short month. We're inching there, baby. <laughs> yeah, Twenty-eight days. Dude. Fuck that groundhog, too. By the way, yeah. seeing a shot of fuck February's got to be shorter than January. I'm coming in at a nice steamy three and one right now. I already tweeted it out because it is tonight, but I'm taking Illinois minus six and a half. Look, if you would have trailed me last week, you would have plus point money line winner. It's that simple. Just listen again. It's easy money. Just follow the tweets. Just bet it. You're going to win. Oh, I wish I could talk with that type of confidence because I'm just getting fucked lately. I mean, Wills Alatoris misses the putt, and then, you know, the Chiefs decide to uh, throw a wide receiver screen instead of kick a field goal that would have got me the total and then don't score a touchdown in the second half. So Bengals and Chiefs fell short of 53, uh, which it shouldn't have. So fuck me. Game went to overtime, too. Sick. Um, but just to feel better... Um, Gonna remind Eli. Remember that? Remember that time Matsuyama nineteen and one won the Sony Open. That was pretty sick. Um, yeah, I was she, happy for you. Yeah, that, I, me too, man. That that's what I'm holding on to. So don't hate me too much, everybody. Justin Rose top twenty at Pebble Beach this weekend. He's even money. I love that bet. He played fantastic last week. He was a top twenty finner finish last week, and you know he finished top five of the Masters. Or you know, and he you know he's not gonna run from the spotlight. So. Let's go. Let's get back on the winning side of things. And with that, Nikki Q is going to give you more advertisement that he gave you from the middle of the episode. Yes. www.lunchbeerspodcast.com. Check it out. Uh, I'm going to start integrating all of our video content on there. So it's all in one singular place. But check us out on all social medias, especially Twitter, because we're constantly talking shit. Um, I know Eli had a rough day today. And uh, other than that, YouTube channel. <laughs> um, that's pretty much it. You okay over there? Uh, see you guys next week. See you next week.